Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. We're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo here is a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom <laughs> is a stunt client. <laughs> mm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional. Professional review on... Drag Race UK Season 3, the finale. So, let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling. The GNT Podcast. Clank. Um, everyone, first of all, before we start, I just want to let you all know what it took for Dr. Tom to podcast this evening. <laughs> now, he may have sent um, everyone left with his uh, Instagram post today, <laughs> declaring, dramatic, quite dramatically yeah. declaring yeah. that, oh, life is so hard. Oh, well, my job is just so difficult. Well, you know, wah, wah. Well. Like, you know, just, just like, oh. I was sending out a communique. For those who are on tender hooks waiting for our podcast. And, and Tissa painting <laughs> the latest podcast. Um, and, you know, I- I'm on call again on a Thursday. I don't know why I'm on call on a Thursday all the time, apparently. Um, but um, I was busy. And I just didn't think I was going to make it back in time. Or that I'd come back and I'd be a bit tired and a bit low energy, darling. It's finished an over 12 hour shift and here he is sober and he's ready to get drunk. I have, <laughs> I mean, to podcast. She's not allowed to drink when she's not called. <laughs> so I'm being fueled by a soft drink from a well-known fast food chain who we're not going to advertise for free. They're going to have to sponsor us. Yeah. If they want any advertising. It rhymes with Schmeckschmonalds. <laughs> so um, good luck figuring that out, everyone. Pub, pub quiz type question, isn't it? Look, Tom, you're here, and thank you so much. I know you've had you. quite the day. Well, you know, I'm all right. W- w- what better way than to watch the grand finale yes. of Drag Race Season 3 and just talk a lot of shit? I felt like it was a, a nice day to, you know, probably don't get called out again. Nice way to top off me day, but also I really want to avoid spoilers and i was very very deathly afraid that i'd be spoiled well yeah and also like with the grand finale especially mm-hmm. um people tend to want to know what we think because you know we are how would they know what to think exactly. if we don't tell them what to think there frankly. you go people need us yeah tom yeah we yeah we're on call right now this podcast is on call mm. okay this is this is our job this is what we do absolutely okay so is, um yeah an unpaid job it's been uh, it's not oh, it's been a long time coming, hasn't it? Ish. Oh, it's, Ish. it's, it's, Ish. it's oh, you know we said it before we said it again. It's been such a funny old season. This one. What I really want to do is just kind of like suspend any kind of like ideas I've got about production shenanigans and everything that's gone past. Let's just enjoy these three super talented queens in the finale. And you know what? The finale episodes usually do feel like a positive, nice showcase of someone's abilities. They're not usually editing or setting anybody up to look like a fool, like a fool. Mm-hmm. Not usually, not usually. You know, somebody will look... I mean, let's. I mean, the finale for... Uh... Season four was really letting Fifi have it. Oh, no, but that was different. So I, I guess I'm talking about this specific... Roxy Andrews as well, coming so strongly for Jinx Monsoon. I don't think that finale was good. That wasn't well, we've heard a lot of tea about that recently, haven't we? I'm just I'm just trying to prove... If I am you're wrong. So finales aren't always like that. Mm, what well, I guess what I'm talking about really is kind of people's performances are usually kind of like celebrated and praised. 
like you don't usually have somebody who looks absolutely terrible in the finale performance. You know, if we think about the the other two seasons of Drag Race UK, um, you know, season one was super duper fun. Three very strong and charismatic queens in that finale. Uh, Bagger, Viv, and Davina De Campo. Well, um, who was the tall one from Dundee? <laughs> Ellie Diamond. She well, this is wasn't of- like, I mean, her in the finale was a big like, how did she get there? Why is she there? I mean, there was so a that lot. that wasn't of- much of a celebration. Especially everyone was like, she got pushed a bit too obviously pushed to that finale. So... <laughs> Yeah, I know, but I guess still, like, I'm, I'm thinking, like, the focal point is, like, <laughs> I know you're kind of, like, heading me off at every pass here, but the focal point is usually, like, this finale performance, and it's just, like, there to be enjoyed, whatever the plot lines leading up to that moment have been, and that's what I'm looking for this evening. Absolutely. I want to see Ella, Crystal, and Kitty just shine and perform and entertain us, and I just want to have, like, a little thing of, oh, do you know what? They're, they're really cool queens. Yeah. I think we can get straight into it, but there's one convo point I want to talk about. I was reading something on Facebook of all places, um, and a final it was a finale interview with the girls, and mm-hmm. one of the questions was, um, ooh, "Stop that!" One of the questions was, "Was there anything that was cut a lot or mm-hmm. that was cut out that was left out?" And Ella said that lots of her early scenes, like in the beginning of the episodes, mm-hmm. a lot of her scenes were cut. She did a lot. She said there were things that were done. I talked a lot. I helped people out with a sewing challenge. They didn't show that. They actually showed her struggling. Remember with River? Yeah. They, they showed her struggling. She said she was actually going around helping a lot of people with the sewing. She said that a lot of, it seems that a lot of the, her scenes were specifically cut out to make her look quiet to make her less of an entity in the early episodes it's because like what i was telling you she came out of nowhere and you kept saying no she didn't i'm like well she kind of didn't and she was there saying that they deliberately had cut a lot of her earlier scenes to make it look that way it's interesting isn't it because like crystal got this heavy emphasis in the first few episodes and ella you know, if we're to go with that idea, kind of blossomed later in the competition. You could draw parallels with Bimini and Lawrence because Lawrence um, was a real front runner in the pre-COVID half season two. And Bimini truly blossomed in the second half. And in fact, all of her wins were in the second half, weren't they? And she, she's another one in the four winner club like Ella. Um, so I wonder if there's... There are similarities there and if that's even foreshadowing as to what will happen. I mean, if you had to put your money on a girl going into this episode as, as the winner, who would it be? Ella. I would too. I think yeah. Ella's got the best track record. Even though she came for me. Um, she did come for even you. Even though yeah. she came for me. I We've still not recovered from that cyberbullying attack. No, she trolled me. She trolled the podcast. Okay. Uh, no, I, absolutely Ella. Four wins, no bottom placements going she's into this. She's actually got one of the best track records ever because she's not been bottom three either. Um, and she's certainly not been in the bottom two for wins off and high um i guess kind of um with most of these finales i do feel like i'd be happy with any winner and i think i I feel like that in this case i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like throw a hissy fit if ella doesn't win I love Kitty as well. I that's think- a good sign of maturity. <laughs> I know, right? Look I at know. you. That's Growth. called that's called growth. Growth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, and, you know, Crystal's a fabulous queen as well. Sure, she's got different qualities to the others and she doesn't have the same track record at this point, but she's still fabulous and she's got a lot to offer. One other thing I'd like to, just like to think about as well is how the, um, the crowned queen... You know, at least it's hard to see a pattern in the UK so far, actually. But the crown queen in the US show is usually like a little bit different to the queen before her. Usually like a little bit of a reaction to the queen who went before. Like a fashion queen will often follow a comedy queen and vice versa. Um, and so who am I thinking would be the most different to well, Lawrence? Would probably... Jinx Monsoon won five and then Bianca won six. Well, no, but still they've got a different... Same. Like Jinx what? is like this soft... Um, sweet theatrical queen um, and Bianca is this harsh insult comic Jinx had rough looks in her season and Bianca was highly polished so you know there is a lot of contrast there um, so who do I think would be the most um, different to Lawrence I guess would be Crystal so I think that gives her a bit more of a, a chance but I do think she's the no Crystal and Ella I think they're I think that Kitty Scott Claus is very much um, in the same realm with Lawrence Cheney. I think Ella's this polished, um, seasoned performer. Seasoned performer, not so not seasoned, seasoned drag-, drag queen. Her polish is so amazing considering she's not been doing it for that long because wigs, makeup, costumes are all really on point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, there's, there are contrasts there. But... Um, yeah, so I do see what you mean. There is, but I don't know. Like, I guess you know. I, uh, if we're going on that theme, the winner of this today would be either Crystal or um, Ella. Yeah, yeah. It kind of knocks Kitty out of the running a bit as well. For Crystal. Some- Crystal also said um, when they asked, "Was anything left out?" She said that that Scarlet that Scarlet drama was actually much more. There was much, there was much yeah. more to it. There's much more drama to it, especially with Crystal and um, Crystal and Scarlet. And remember, we saw bits of it when I was like, Crystal's really not letting this go. She's she's really coming for her right back. Yeah. So yeah, I hope that it unfolds after the finale. But let's just get straight into the finale. Let's let's have a look at what these queens got. Let's see who's crowned. Let's enjoy the final season of UK. Three. The finale of this is not the final season. I no, hope. this is it. No more. <laughs> because of them, it's no more. I know. It's well, done. Because of production. Yeah. Okay, let's see. All right, let's get started on the final episode and season. Yes. And <laughs> the final season. season of Drag Race ever, maybe? Yeah. I want everyone to know that Dr. Tom was still working. He had to take another phone call. Mm-hmm. You're just in demand, Tom. It's now 20 to 1 in the morning. Um, I just want you to focus, please. <laughs> Can I ask that of you? If you could just give me and everyone else a bit of your time, if that's I, all right. I need to get my priorities straight, frankly. Oh, kind I know, of, right? Kind of. Now, um, I mean, we can skim through the parts. and The main things here to focus on is the um, main performance, the finale, yeah, the finale thing. We but, want to digest that, don't yeah. we? Yeah. So we're going into this episode with the girls saying how many badges they got. We obviously have Ella with four and Crystal and Kitty have two each. Two each, yeah. Um, I mean, we can 
Kitty's doing something. Do you remember when the v- on the finale episode for season one, Davina the Camper was like, I've got this. I'm going to win this crown. That crown is mine. I'm ready for it. And then it was just like, and then she didn't win. The same thing's happening with Kitty. Kitty is just the whole time, bow down, girls. Bow down already. <laughs> bow down. I'm going to win this. That's for me. And I'm just like, it's very I'm like- getting very similar vibes of the girl who's like, I'm going to win it. And then... It's very self-talk, isn't it? It's very like manifesting her destiny yeah, from her but, point of view. But I guess when you hear somebody saying aloud that much, you, you doubt whether they really have the conviction that they're going to win. Yeah. Are, are they trying to convince themselves? That yeah, that's what I think. If they say it enough times, I, maybe. K- Kitty's no fool. She's she's a fabulous drag queen and oh, she's absolutely. a smart girl. And she, she's looking around the room. And I, th- I think that, you know, we were talking about who our money would be on earlier. I think she sees... Ella with four wins. She sees Crystal, who has that sense of kind of like being a bit anointed by RuPaul. RuPaul just took a shine to her. You know how RuPaul just does that sometimes? Yeah. And I mean, Kitty, um, for, for all her fabulousness, is kind of in the middle without either of those two advantages. And so, kind of like, oh, she's one my. She knows that. She knows that. She's a smart girl. Absolutely. Yeah. Next day in the workroom, Christmas decorations everywhere. Imagine. Having to convince yourselves and talk in April as though it's Christmas. I know. Can you it's weird. I just find it so awkward. Yeah. Like we obviously know it's not real time, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's Christmas coming up!" I'm like, the the whole time I'm just thinking the direction from producers going, "Okay, everyone, just talk as though it's Christmas. It's December," just, and then them buying into the that lie. It's just really funny. Just, just be chilly, you know. Yeah. Just be, but with like a rosy glow. Yeah, and. It's just like... And your son is on his way. It's, it's one of those improv classes. Now you're climbing a tree. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the tree became a snake. Oh, Ooh. no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so it was, yeah. Uh, it was really it was a really cute moment, wasn't uh-huh. it? Girls are talking. You know, Kitty said something that was just so true to um, to performers who have not yet made it. And to artists who have not yet made it, she said, you know, all those times, all those gigs when nobody turned up. Hmm. And then all of a sudden when you make it, even your friends and family start taking a shine. It's just, it's just such a common musician, artist, performer thing that hmm. a lot of people just don't buy into you until the majority of everyone else does until you're anointed by some show until mm. you've made it viral on social media interesting phenomenon that isn't it and i guess even the people who are doubters will be like i never i never had any doubts right i always knew you were gonna make yeah. it yeah how come you never came to any of my gigs I always told you, you were never... special that's that's what they do and it's just it's so true when you hear that it's just i mean i i think every struggling artist can mm-hmm. can can feel the truth in those words sure? that, and, and, and it's even even friends friends family you see them supporting all of these other artists who've already established and they're not supporting you mm. you know it's just like hmm it is sad that, hmm. isn't it? well that's that's the life of an artist it is it is life these girls are here to show the world though what they're made of well you kind of have to prove yourself 
isn't it? Now, the Maxi Challenge this week, they got to jingle them bells <laughs> in an all singing or dancing performance of Hey Sis, It's Christmas. Hey Sis, It's Christmas. They got to compose their own solo verse and then they got choreography with uh, Jay Revel. And then they've also got the whole. Well, it used to be a podcast. Now it's just a chat. So they've, they've changed up the format massively here, haven't they? This is like a never before seen finale format. I'm being facetious. Oh, I was like, you're looking at me in disbelief. Then. I was like, Tom, I know you're working overtime. <laughs> I need you to really focus. I need you to focus, right now, okay? Because I can't carry this. <laughs> no, I mean it's exactly the same as we always see, isn't it? There's nothing to see, nothing new to see here, but still, yeah. it should be a fun romp. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you? You know what I'm getting? Like, do you feel like Kitty is the white silky nutmeg, just a bit calmer? No, they're nothing alike. Oh, I think they. I think their energy is like, yeah, I'm gonna win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I gonna, think yeah, Kitty's yeah, energy yeah, is. Yeah, I'm gonna win. Oh yeah, I'm gonna win. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> I'm just like, girl. I think Kitty's hush. energy is like particularly pronounced this episode. Like, I, d- I don't know if she's just like feeling the rush of excitement or if she's like, this is my final chance to shine. I'm gonna grasp every minute. Um, well, yeah. It's interesting, you know. Um, there's the. Um, uh, what are they calling it? The yearbook things that they put on on YouTube, um, hosted by Ishi Black. Um, oh no, why Ishi Black? And um, they 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 have to like give people um, like titles, like class clown and stuff. Everybody said it's Kitty. Kitty is always on. Apparently, even when the cameras are off, Kitty is on. That's just Kitty. So there's just Kitty being Kitty. It's Kitty being Kitty. The same it's who way she is. Alyssa is always Alyssa. Oh, somebody else. Something else I heard that was like I was watching um, Crystals. She said something that made me a bit sad um, because she was talking about how um, obviously it's the finale coming up, and um, you know it could be one of the three of them. But she she kind of suggested that she was a bit worried that if it was her, there would be a backlash because she was perceived as less deserving. And I thought like it's such a shame the girls have to think about that kind of thing. It's such bollocks. But it's, it's isn't it the truth? But they're not responsible for RuPaul and production's decisions. It should never be aimed at the girls. The thing, thing is, people don't... People are... These 12-year-olds... <laughs> not those 12-year-olds. Not these, the 12-year-olds. These, these, these um, 11-year-olds who have been gifted iPhones for <laughs> damn Christmas on Black Friday as well <sighs> are just all up in their feelings and they just... They are the loudest group and it's... It's sad that it's just so normal that I'm like, yeah, well, it is what it is. But it shouldn't be normalized. No. Confiscate. Confiscate your children's phones confiscate, now. Don't, immediately. Confiscate, don't conversate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't conversate too. Yeah. Just say talk. Talk <laughs> to your kids about this. So that's the Maxi Challenge. Now, I want to go through each of the conversations that Rue and Michelle had with all of the girls. Let's just give go. me your Give me your, uh, your psych evaluation. Well... I want to say to begin with, Michelle, Michelle's in a weird mood. Why? She like she she piped up in weird places, cut the girls off, and was really really flat in her affect. I don't know if she's tired or what. I didn't feel that. No, she I, she was like, there's something going on with Michelle. I today. thought she was really nice. I think she's tired. 
I think you're tired. No, <laughs> no, honestly. I think I, you've done a triple shift. You're still working. <laughs> and I really feel like your energy is all over the place no, tonight. There was this, like she, she was like saying things that were pointless and like cutting the girls off and stuff. I just thought she was a bit odd today. Okay. Well, she's just usually to be fun. honest, Tom, you're the one who's experienced a therapeutic conversation. So maybe <laughs> you're seeing something that I don't. But let's go through all of the girls and then you can bring it up whenever you notice this. Go so on Kitty. The, Kit- what I got from Kitty, was a, it was just such an uppity conversation. Kitty is such a positive positive person which is strange why she kept coming for vanity sorry let's just we'll focus on the good points of well, kitty what, what i Kitty's about- such an uppity person supportive family supportive parents and she kind of like backhanded rupaul's attempt at trying to <laughs> change her narrative yeah trying to change it. she was like that. rupaul asks what's the other side of this upness and she's like well i always try to see the positive in i have things. my dark days i was like have- yeah, I was like, good on you. Good on you, Kitty. Well, I, I, Yeah, again, like Pearl, I love it when girls don't fall into traps that are set by production to try and draw a narrative out of them that they don't want to give. And so I give her kudos for this. I do think with Kitty, though, we've only ever seen happy up Kitty. Now, Kitty is a person and people have complex and rich personalities, a bit like Anita Wiggler. Although Anita actually did speak a little bit about what underpins her her jolliness. Um, I I suspect that there there are a select few people that Kitty's comfortable sharing her, her, you know, not quite so up cheerful side with. And I'm sure it's a privilege for them to know that side of her. And she does. I don't think she's very comfortable sharing genuine, deep or dark emotions and good for her. Why should she on a TV show like this? Mm. I, I I think this is the kitty that most people see. There'll be a very small handful of people that see otherwise. There's kind of like this cheerful veneer that that seems like, um, well, it's it's done her well in life so far, hasn't it? It's, it's the persona that's helped her carve out a su- successful drag career. She seems to have a happy relationship with her family. Um, she, you know, I'm sure she's surrounded by wonderful friends. Um, and yeah, I'm sure she's got a lot to be happy about. Yeah. Um, I just think there's probably more complexity to her personality than she's comfortable letting on to yeah. us. Yeah. Ella of a day. You know what? Rue said something that I have accused some... Have I? Mm-hmm. Have I accused it on air? Like, there's Veronica a lot of things Green. that... There's a lot of things that you said me about and you... Veronica Green. I did. Okay. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's some, some things don't make the cut. Every Ladies and gentlemen, there's some things that we talk about that just don't make Roll the, the cut. Roll the tape. I might be just t- spilling your secrets <laughs> yeah, now. So exactly. Paolo said he well, bloody the- hates Veronica Green. <laughs> um, but I, she said that some people say that failed actors turn to drag as an outlet. And I did not use the word you've, failed. No, you've never phrased it that way. No. But you conveyed a similar sort of sentiment, I think. Yes, what I said is a lot of the times those who don't, those who are trained, who are trying to get into the business, super competitive, and it's very business. competitive. Mm-hmm. Those who don't really make it, who have those set skills, can find success in drag. Yeah, so I think that's a far more probably realistic and respectful way of conveying it than what RuPaul said. Yeah, RuPaul yeah. was like shit. Like failed actors turn to drag is an outlet. I was like, okay. Assist. I but guess that's well. Rue's a drag queen, so she can say it. It's <laughs> well, there, yeah, queens, exactly. Yeah. But I was like, but but that is true when you hear a lot of the drag queens. I mean, you, we have never heard to date of an actual lead 
in the in Broadway or a lead in the West End or or those who are actually well established in some other form of performing arts who turn to drag. No, you they, see, they vice s- versa though. Sometimes exactly. They, sometimes a lot of them use drag as a way to get into it, but you will never see it the other way around. You'll mm. never see someone who was established in the performing arts very established or well established mm-hmm. turn to drag I mean that's just the reality because they've made it they don't need to look elsewhere as yeah. a way to um, express or use their skills because they have found the place mm-hmm. but good on them if they find it in drag completely yeah Dra- drag is and if up, they've got the balls to do drag drag is up and coming and drag you got all the skills of, especially if you're doing music theatre you have to be extra you have to be big enough to be seen <laughs> by the back of a huge hall you have to be loud and sing you have to dance i mean come on this is this is exactly what you're born to do if that's what that's what it is but Oliver days had 13 years in the business so this doesn't really apply to her but she was never a lead but um which is why i'm saying that you'll never see like ella was right coming for her again (laughs) i'm coming right back for you ella how dare you come no no but ella's doing great um she She said she did dragon secret so that people could love Ella yeah. and not support Ella because she was whatever his guy name is. Nick. Nick. Which I thought was like, oh, okay, that's pretty... I mean, a lot of the times when you're starting off as an as an artist, whatever it is, you want as much support as you can get. So yeah, for her to be like, I don't want your support. I want you to support the real me. I want you to get to know <laughs> the real me. Because I think Ella had one of the bigger followings coming into this because she's got, it's like I'm sure we said in the first couple of episodes, I, you know, I developed this awareness of her um, because uh, she's got this kind of like boy-girl contrast that people find really appealing. Um, and she kind of like built a name for herself. Plus, you know, she's talented and she can actually do stuff. Um, did we learn a lot more about Ella from this interview? No, I think they revisited old ground that they've covered in um, the, well, that she spoke about herself in in Mirror Moments, really. Um, and I do think it's a wonderful story in terms of the, the sense of discomfort that she felt in her childhood, which I'm sure a lot of queer people can connect with. She's she's overcome with time and Ella, the drag character, has helped her to do that and further embrace her her queer identity um, and her feminine side. And I think that's fab. Yeah. Um, she seems to have a great life. Uh, Crystal Versace. Crystal Versace, how she got her name, obviously she likes expensive things. Yeah. But, and then she said on Instagram, she had to change the C to a K because there was already someone with Crystal Versace, <laughs> which is the same story as Cardi B. So do you know Cardi B, the artist? No. Um, she's a rapper. She's, um, a, she's quite Thank a successful you. rapper. And her name was Bacardi, you yeah. know, after the drink. And her Instagram kept getting deleted. Yeah. Every time, because her sister's name was Hennessy. And mm-hmm. she was also a rapper, an artist. So her name was Bacardi. Yeah. And it just kept getting deleted. So then she's like, well, maybe it's because my name is Bacardi and it's a brand. So then she changed it to Cardi B. Yeah. And then that's how she got her I name. I just thought it was because she liked cardigans. No, no. Like Cardigan Tom. B. No, there's there's a story behind it. Yeah. Obviously. It's a meaningful story. Very wonderful. You know, like, wow, how did you get that name? What is the story? Yeah. Uh, Alcohol. Um, (laughs) And I was drunk, so I did it backwards, as you would. Girl after my own heart. (laughs) It really is. 
Um, do you know what? I really like this little interview with Crystal because there's something about Crystal for all her kind of love of makeup and fashion and stuff. When you just sit and talk with her, there's something quite real about her, I think. What do you think? I think she's like quite, in the way she talks stuff, is kind of like quite unaffected. Um, she's quite straight talking. Do you know what it is? It's her... I didn't mean what would I know, but I think it's her youth mm. where she does. She's she's coming in there and just having a conversation. She's not trying to think how how will this come off, or she's yeah. not really trying to like produce. Uh, she's not trying to like control the conversation. She's not trying to control how she comes off too much. Yeah, she's just sitting there and just having a talk. You ask me a question, this is my answer. Yeah. you ask me another question, this is my answer, okay. and it's just it's real. Whereas yeah. a lot of the times. Especially in the finale moments when they have the tic tac conversations, yeah. these girls are using it as a last attempt at winning RuPaul over. So totally. the whole narrative is like, "What haven't I told her? Oh yeah, yeah. I was shot, I was <laughs> shot, or I was left at a bus stop, <laughs> or you know, like they they they're trying to find some way. It's, the whole conversation is not natural. There's a lot of fabrications." Applications, which is that's the difference. With How dare Crystal. you accuse Alexis Mateo of making up her Yo. military boyfriend? Right, <laughs> right. Come, come home, <laughs> come Back on, puppy, puppy, girl. <laughs> and then this, in the reunion episode, she's like, "Yeah, I've just not heard from him. Can we move on?" That story. The, these. <laughs> I mean, this is what it is. It's come down to it. Um, but Crystal's just like, "What? What's a question? Oh yeah, here's my answer." What's a question? Okay, yeah, here's my answer. So, I, which is it's fresh, refreshing. I liked how she talked about her support from her family, especially her grandparents sounded adorable. Clearly, she misses them. If her grandma were here now, she'd be buying her all her, 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 her drag and her wigs and her shoes and stuff. And that was really, really cute to hear. I wish they'd stop banging on about the virginity thing. No. I think it's so irrelevant. No, can I talk about that? Okay. I love hearing, not just the virginity, but I love hearing... A young queer person talk about choosing wigs over hookups. Whenever there's the talk about young gays, everything is so sexual. Mm-hmm. Or when they talk about gays in general, oh sex, oh hookups, all oh, this, you know, all oh, grinder, oh you know, like there's just all oh, tops, all oh, bottoms. That's all I hear about I, when I when I when you when they talk about gays, it's just mm-hmm. sex and sex and kink. It's so refreshing hearing a young gay guy just say, "I would rather stay at home and play with wigs or do a new uh, do a new look than look for sex or look for a hookup or or go out." I, I love so, hearing that. I, I want to hear more of this this, l- this gay person or these gay people. If there's more out there, please come forth. Because I'm <laughs> I'm sick of just hearing all oh, these gays trying to get like you know Thursday. Oh, all this. Thirst things on social media, on TikTok, mm. on Instagram, all these gays trying to like be flirty and show it's just like aubergines and peaches. <laughs> it's just that's all you see from gays, and it's, I'm just over it. And I just love Crystal saying she would rather just sit home and work on her drag than going out and looking for a hookup. So I loved Crystal's response. In the sense that, like, you know, she's talking exactly as you said. She's ambitious. She loves her career. It For her, it's an empowering choice to focus on that. I just don't like... I don't know why Michelle had to bring it up again. I felt like we've... 
we've spoken about that for a couple of episodes now. I don't think it's like a defining feature. Her ambition, sure, her ambition and her focus defining features, but I don't know why it has to be framed in that way where they keep on um, bringing up her virginity. That's all I think. Okay. I, I just feel like it's kind of like it's a bit gauche and, you know, it's kind of like we're done talking and about... Cooth? Yeah, like I'm done talking about this young person's intimate life, thank you. Thank you, Tom. Hmm. Um, you're coming for Michelle again, but... Well, Michelle's in a weird mood. She I, really, really is. I, I really didn't... I didn't feel it, but if you felt it... I said I felt. felt. Yeah, you said you felt. <laughs> she said it. Look, let's get into the rehearsals with the sexy Jay Revel. <laughs> Do you know it, when they came out? I came to think of um, what's look at name? me like I'm so it's so refreshing seeing people. Talk I know, to, right? And I'm like, now let's just uh, drool <laughs> over. Let's just objectify the choreographer. Like, come on, for Polo. Aubergine emoji. Aubergine emoji. Yeah, give me his aubergine, please, Jay Polo. Like, who are you? Stop it. So what, as our resident choreographer extraordinaire, what yes. did you think of this little sequence? I think that it was cute. I think I think that Jay Revel started amazing. I love his energy. The first thing he said is, show me how you feel you want to perform it. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing that when we saw Geometric, when she had to do the group number, choreographer the group number, yeah. she said to each of the girls, I want you to show me a move Doing that you're comfortable move, yeah. doing and we'll put it in there. Because automatically we're starting with a movement that you know how to do uh-huh. and therefore you're already comfortable in that sequence. So you're not starting it going, oh my God, I'm learning something new. You're starting it going, okay, the moves that I do do well He's seen that he's going to put it in, yeah. and then he fills the gaps. So I think that was a great way for him cool. to start. I really yeah. felt that Jay, especially when he saw that Crystal was struggling with choreography, was saying, hey, chill out, we got this, mm-hmm. we're here to learn. His calming energy was, it was it's something that you would, you, you would love. Hey, first of all, everyone, please understand that this is not what a choreographer is like <laughs> at all. You don't know the steps. You're not getting booked. You don't know. You can't keep up with the. You can't keep up with the choreography. You're not getting booked. So it was, you, was Paris Girls not like this? Absolutely not. She doesn't <laughs> even talk. She walks into the room, and it, I've seen it before. We'll be in the dance studio. She'll walk into the room, and just start choreography on the stop. Uh, she starts to choreo on the spot mm-hmm. in the mirror. She's listening to music, and she's just. She she comes up with the choreography. Everyone stops what they're doing, and they just copy. Because anytime she might turn around and be like, you, you, you come here. And then you expect her to know it. And if we don't know it, she just gets someone else to come. Oh. So there was, she doesn't even talk to us. She, she, she doesn't need to. As a dancer, you want to be used. You're, you are on all the time. Yeah. You're trying to get booked. Of course. This is, of your, course. This is your rent. This is your, your drinks you out. This rent. is everything. Mm. So um, just it's so nice seeing a choreographer like this because it, they don't exist. It, it's all, but <laughs> they don't exist. I would say it's also nice on Drag Race, though, because um, you do get lovely choreographers sometimes on Drag Race, but you do get choreographers who've clearly been told sometimes, like, let's make it shady, make it difficult for them, you know, um, you put stress on them. And I kind of get annoyed during those choreo sequences. So it's lovely. This is so nice and positive. But I guess they want a great finished product, don't they? This is the finale. Yeah. So yeah. good good one, Jay. Any, anything that you'd like to say about any of the individual girls? Um, I mean, Crystal's getting... Crystal's doing it 
a good job saying I want my tricks in because yeah. obviously you want to stand out on your Her verse. signature tricks. If you yeah. can do a backflip, do a backflip. If you can um, levitate, levitate. <laughs> Whatever you can do that's gonna make you stand out, do it. And she's like, I can do the splits. I can do this. Just don't do a bimini. And when I say don't do a bimini, I think bimini did a bit too much in her um, a little bit of luck. First of all, her rap was like, dun, 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 yeah. you know that you have it, you're a savage. Dun, 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 dun. And she was like doing a, she was on a chair, she was doing a, a, the high kick, she was on the floor doing splits. She was like, it was like, it was for me, it was amazing. But like, like Chanel, like before you leave the house, take one or two things off. Okay, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I would have done. I, I, I would have yeah. been like, okay, cool. I love this. I love everything that's happening. Let's take away this. Let's take away that. And then it's going to be much, it'll be much more seamless. I, I got to say, I struggled with a few of the raps on Little Bit of Love, to be honest. There was just something about, I guess, the way the girls have been encouraged to do these like really rapid fire, intense raps that didn't match up with the song. I found it the whole thing fairly hard to listen to. Anyway, I, I didn't find I found taste very easy to listen so taste to. Taste had better flow than the others, I think. Uh, it goes. Um, uh, bring it to the runway, lights, camera, action, crown me, baby. I'm the lipstick assassin. Who me like this? Yeah, that's yes. right. Dun, 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 dun. If you want to come get it, you know that you can do it. Love is all you need. Come on, let's get to it. Taste the name about to blow, ladies. Don't you know? A little See bit that that's smoother and easier. That was to yeah. To, hers was it? very easy, but Bimini was just like. Yeah. Girl. I have Girl. a question for you. Yeah. Is Kitty a pointer sister? I have said it the last two episodes. <laughs> First of all, I said it the last two Go on, she, do her she... moves from something new again. Go on. Perform for us. Walk, walk, walk. <laughs> point here. Point to me. Point to the left side of the stage. Point to the right side of the stage. Walk, walk, walk. Point in front of me. Yeah. Points to the audience. Points back at me. Points to the emergency exit. Oh, oh, the gasp. <laughs> the gasp. That's her choreography. And I laughed because... Because she did exactly that on her time in the rehearsals. And Ella said, quintessential kitty choreography. And I'm like, I've been saying that the last two episodes. <laughs> she should set up a little duo with uh, Madame Laqueer and they could literally be the Pointer Sisters. I mean, Ella just proves here that she's just ready. She is ready. She was getting the choreography very... For, for her, this was just like another day. I'm like, okay, cool. What mm-hmm. next? That's it. Okay, cool. Um, but I just Crystal is a good example of someone who's a great mover mm-hmm. but just doesn't do choreography yeah she struggles a bit with rehearsed choreo they make a bit of a point of saying that don't they yeah um, but having said that she was pretty fab in the girl group challenge um, so what's next time for the main event we've just seen the video clip the grand finale performance of Haces it's Christmas better cross me off the my wish, wish list Call, the, Call Santa Claus and his missus. We're going to have the best Christmas, Christmas that ever, ever existed. existed. Okay. Yeah. So the grand finale performance. I thought the song was just like, yeah, cool. It's catchy. The song's catchy. I mean, we've watched it twice through. I really like the song. Mm-hmm. Minor criticism. Didn't necessarily feel like a finale song. They're usually a bit grander and feel like a bit more of a like, yeah, event, celebration, winner's time. Yeah, Where's that podium? Snatch my crown. That kind of thing. This was fab. 
This is fab, and it was just like a different kind of flavor, I guess. It was very celebratory, and it was all about RuPaul's promotions of her new song. Well, it was all about RuPaul and not the Queens. Is it a new song? I feel like I've heard it before. I don't think. I've, I haven't heard it before. Anyway, um, I will say um, I thought all three were fab. They looked great. I love these different takes. Basically, they were all variations of the Mean Girls um, Christmas outfits, weren't they? Um, they okay. look, they oh, looked like cool. they were having so much fun. Um, I don't know about you, but I thought that their moves looked like slick and like they were in time. Um, they'd really been practicing that choreo all night. They looked fab. Overall, it was a really fun package. And I think all three girls did such a fantastic job. Absolutely. They did themselves justice. It was a good finale piece. Yeah. It wasn't like, you know, that crown is mine, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, these... It was celebratory. It was Christmas. Yeah, so maybe it's it a nice. Cool. It's a nice change for it not to be like I'm the best. I'm gonna snatch the crown. I'm snatching weaves. I'm gonna kick you down the stairs yeah. and stuff ho, like that. Ho, ho, <laughs> bitch, queen, queen. Ow, <laughs> prr, prr, pussy, pussy, cat, 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 Death drop. And I'm from New York. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we wrote a verse really quick then, didn't we? Yeah. Um, let's go girl by girl. Let's okay. talk about Ella first. Ella the day. Um, she's her lyrics are dingling dong, come jingle my bells, pet pet pet, pet pet my padded ass. Promise I won't tell. Aha, I'm on the naughty list, but I'm a top three queen if you catch my drift. Hey, we're under mistletoe. Came to prove myself to you, ho, ho, ho. Ho, 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 okay. Come on and jump on my sleigh. Have an Ella of a Christmas with Ella of a day. Yeah, it was, I mean, yeah, it was cool. It was fun. I just want to say that her singing was very good. It's on she point. was hitting some highest notes. She was, um... I think her verse was like slick and clever and her vocal, like I'm thinking like, which, what, what did each girl do the best? I think her vocals were the best. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, just a, a typical confident, poised Ella performance, really. Um, just fab all round. It was great. I do wish that she gave a bit more face at times. I th- Okay. She gave more face in the rehearsals from what I remember. Okay. Um, but I loved her voice. I mean, I always have a thing of queens looking down. Which she, she put I herself in a difficult a position by having to come down. down. She had to come off that high thing at the beginning, didn't she? It wasn't just then that she looked down. Okay. I think it was a few times through the performance. For whatever reason, maybe it was valid, but I, I just have a thing. It's my thing. That's okay. Everybody needs a thing. Yep. Um, and especially on her verse, when she walks over to the side, she actually looks to the side and she, like there's things that you do, you have to cheat the front. Mm-hmm. You have to walk to the side, but your face still has to be I see, to yes. the front. Yes. And there's things like that, which every, everyone, everyone, yeah, everyone should know. And, um, no, but overall, uh, a completely polished amazing uh, have to stress amazing vocals and her choreography was great i mean this is this is what she does professionally professional professionally um i did notice that they there's that dance break at the end where there's a little piece that they took from um paris goble's choreography for no for jennifer lopez on the super bowl there's this there's this i told you i saw it and i was like (gasps) oh yeah he, he did took, gasp. I was like, 
he took that. This that you're like it's, inspiration has been taken. Well, yes, because it was exactly the whole like dun 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 sequence, which is exactly. Ball <laughs> is doing all the moves, guys. The like, Super Bowl, Record me, put me on Instagram. <laughs> this is the move that they took, um, which I thought was you know I was like oh, okay, yeah, I know that. Great performance, Ella. Amazing. On to Kitty Scott Claus. Now, if I was to choose what Kitty did best, I think her verse was the funniest. Oh, absolutely. I think there were genuine laughs in hers, not just appreciating the cleverness. Like, she actually made me laugh. Loved her little impressions bit in the middle. So her verse is, Pull my cracker, it's your favourite kitty. Mm -hmm. Scott Claus is the name, always blonde. What a foo. <laughs> a thousand voices in this busy queen. Scylla, Gemma, and even Nadine. <laughs> you know who Nadine is, don't you? Coil. Yeah, well done. Made my way to a spot on top three. Old Saint Nick, I'm gonna climb you like a tree. Don't need no gifts, I'm here to win the crown. Santa baby, come and pull my knickers down. <laughs> I mean, I think that this is com this is completely kitty through and through. Yeah. It's funny, it's silly, it's stupid, it's campy. No, I guess like Kitty gave good face and comedy performance throughout. She's classic on Kitty, wasn't she? Um Looked great, sounded great, made me laugh, had a lot of fun with Kitty, really enjoyed her. That neck, that that bra thingy, and that, you know how the bra, and she, what do you call that thing? Not the bra, the breastplate. It's like, it just bundled up underneath her neck where I thought she was wearing a scarf, or like a, it looked like she's wearing like a, a turtleneck, but it's just the material. What this from her breastplate. There's a certain kind of breastplate that the girls really seem to favor at the moment, which is like a turtleneck kind of breastplate because the old models, it stop at the neckline and so you'd have to disguise it with jewelry. These, you can, you don't have to wear jewelry because it should like be hidden within your jawline. Mm. Um, I don't know, I guess, I guess, yeah. Maybe it just it was a little ill-fitting around there. She's good with the choreography. Um, I really like that we should be here at St. Nick. One thing <laughs> is that on her verse, her verse is, she is hand choreography the house down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She's point, flap, flap, <laughs> flap with the left hand, flap with the right hand, flap with both hands, point, flap points to the, the left, hands. points to the right, walk, 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 point, point, points to me, points to you, point <laughs> up there, point... <laughs> <laughs> that's, her that's her choreography. That's how she does it. She. It's, it's all about. Look, if you cut off, ways. you cut off her hands. She's just walking on the stage. She's walking around in circles. <laughs> that's all she's doing. I think most people would be a bit disoriented if you cut off their hands. Well, I'm just saying that like there's no dyna there's, there's no dynamic movements. There's no okay. up down spin. It's point point flap hand flap hand flap hand up down flap point hand. to you points to me points to her. That's <laughs> <laughs> but you know what she doesn't need to do a lot because her essence is camp, and I think her performance is a lot of what she says. Yeah, her brand isn't like you know yeah. super duper dancing queen, is it? It's it's funny entertaining gal. And that's exactly what she did today. She I, she nailed the choreography, which is always good to see. So last but not least, we have Crystal Versace. Crystal what do you think Crystal did best? How did she shine? Um, well, her verse, first of all. Get crystallized at Christmas time. All these other girls better get in line. Mm -hmm. It's crystal with a K. Go straight to the V. Oh. It's time to party with Miss Versace. <laughs> 
Santa, babe, I really want my crown. The time has come for girls to bow down. So delish. Come taste this dish. Shh. You wish. Wow. <laughs> poetry. I just think. Sheer poetry. She, I think she was she poetry the house down. A wordsmith. I'm going to say that Crystal was the best performer. I think so. Like Absolutely was, the best performer. If one yeah. of these girls had to win based on this alone, I'm 100% giving it to Crystal. She had great stage presence. Absolutely. And she, was, she was slick and hitting her moves as well. You know, in contrast to kind of like how they presented her in the, the, the um, choreo yesterday, um, she was slick and confident. She looked great. She looked like a real dancing, performing queen up there. Pop princess, star factor. She's having fun. Amazing energy. I mean, she's got that bitch energy. She gave me the most Regina George out of the three of them. She just gave me like, she owned that stage and she was so confident. She was just so confident. I just, I just loved it. She was just amazing. Yeah. Now she did, there were a few hiccups with her <gasps> choreography that I noticed. No. There was one point where they were all where they went down to the ground, and I uh, she didn't go down at the same time as the other two. Oh my gosh! I don't know if she was in the wrong there, but then there's another part where she turned the wrong way when she was on doing the floor choreography. Well, maybe she was actually imitating Gretchen Wieners. Possibly, Tom. You know, maybe cool. that was a deliberate reference to Gretchen Wieners. Um, but her verse was amazing. Yeah. I loved her verse. I loved her, her distinct flow. She was doing the leg, the V, the kick, the like, she was just the sassy, sharp performer. She I just, she was amazing. Yeah. She was. She was- we loved seeing the Queens of, of Queens of Christmas past return as well. You were lolling. At Electra and her intensity, weren't you? <laughs> There's something you know, she, how she walks forward like yeah. like she's yeah, and you know what you are there, bitch. You yeah. get it. She draws the eye, doesn't you she? You get it, girl. You get it. It's just um, so cute. Just as well, just because we're talking about the the Queens of Christmas Past, like the impressions of Veronica Green in the workroom really cracked me up. They were really really funny. I enjoyed that a lot. They got the accent down. Yeah, actually, you know, you made that joke about my hairline, but I really laughed. Because, you know, you just really different. didn't see it coming. Didn't see it coming. It's like it's, they've just nailed something about her kind of like her positive persona. I just, yeah, it was very endearing. Great performance. Really feel like the top three did it justice and they're themselves. And they showed who they were in this performance in their verses. To the- me, this doesn't push anybody into, like if I was basing, basing it on this, I... Personally, I wouldn't. I clearly, I think you've marked out Crystal, but I, I, I don't think this. Like, if I was looking at this, and you know, I was thinking, right, I could give an extra win to a girl based on this. I'd struggle. I wouldn't. It'll be Crystal. Would it? It's Crystal yeah. Versace. Very, very close between Crystal and Ella, actually. But um, Crystal just had so much stage presence and performance that I, I think that was that was just so good. Yeah, it's absolutely okay. would have gone. To, I would have given to Crystal. Let's have a look at the finale um, looks, <gasps> and then yes. we will crown. I hope all we'll crown last last year we got to see all the girls finale looks. Remember? Mm-hmm. <gasps> I mean, the final category is it's always going to be best drag, isn't it? Look at these three stunners on the stage. Talk eh? to me about Ella Bidet's finale look. So Ella, 
Um, Ella looks stunning, of course. Now, I, I saw more of a blue when she stepped out, but then under the come saying it's purple, it's purple. And then under the kind of lights now, I think I do see that it's purple. It's very deep, almost like indigo kind of violet, isn't it? It's very deep purple, very gorgeous. Um, huge blonde hair. The dress, in terms of the fit and the bow and stuff, makes me think of kind of like a purple version of Marilyn Monroe's gentleman prefer blonde's pink dress, yeah? Okay. The Diamonds are a girl's best friend dress. Um, but, you know, obviously more poof and a bit of a fishtail at the bottom there. Um, just whenever I see a big bow on the back there, I just get Marilyn vibes. Um, she looks beautiful. Um you know, she could have stepped out of Dreamgirls or something, couldn't she? It's that kind of like that off-the-shoulder mermaid silhouette. Mm. You know? Oh, yes, 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 yes. And they had purple on their debut for Dreamgirls. Well, there we go. <laughs> Who there could be go. more perfect? I'm in love with the wig. Um, it's ginormous. Of her thighs. Yeah. This is a great look. It's it's expensive and it's you know what's beautiful and it's glamour. She's sparkling and there's lights all the sequences. Yeah. First of all, sequence? it's a finale look sequence. Finale look the autox. Right now we're just appreciating really the beauty that we're being gifted. Let's move on to Kitty Scott Claws. God she I love this look. This is the most beautiful Kitty's looked quite easily. Although she looks stunning. No, last, last week. week. Something about last week just really I was just like wow. Last week. And it was the colours as well everything that this, came with it this has more grandeur and refinery and there's a real like vintage old school element to this i actually think this is a really specific reference to quite a famous dior dress from i'm gonna say 1949 i think um but it's like a really famous off the shoulder floor length dress sequined heavily sequined with like these petal this big petal-y um a series of, of larger petals over the of the the, the skirt. Okay, I'm trying to use my words. I'm sorry. Yes, <laughs> but I, I honestly everyone he's doing um, the flap choreography yeah, at the yeah, moment yeah. of um, Kitty's got claws in her verse. Tom's it? doing the hung, you know the flaps in the um, <laughs> the dress. I was doing the... <laughs> this gesture, this gesture. Um, so yeah, I do think it's quite a specific reference. I, I honestly think that's that's the the picture that she took to the designer. I think this tall updo is very beautiful on her. I think it really kind of like, I think she's been very smart in having um, a kind of off the shoulder and updo and not cluttered herself up with lots of jewelry. She really lengthened her neck. She looks really elegant. Um, I think she looks beautiful. Great job, Kitty. Very good. And like the the front of the bottom half of the dress, it looks like those curtains those, that drape okay, down. It's kind of ruched a bit like drapes, I guess. Well, they, they, they mentioned Scarlett O'Hara when she stepped out and they're all, you know, referencing the, the curtain dress, I guess, aren't they? I just don't see that myself. I see this duo dress. But she just looks... The word is elegant. Eloquent, I think it's pronounced. It is just lovely. I uh, really like it. I believe it's pronounced eloquent. Next up, we have Morticia's <laughs> um, sister, Russian sister, Italian sister. I mean... She's definitely in some mafia, isn't Crystal she? Crystal Versace, just, I just think that this is Italian vogue. Crystal Versace knows fashion. Um what I love is I see these three girls, they're each in a different colour. They're each in a floor-length gown, but with a different silhouette. So they really, really, I, I really am like drinking them in as I look at them on stage here. They've even got different hairstyles. They're fabulous. Um, there's like no repetition. 
What I like about this is that it's it's actually, in some respects, you could be mistaken for thinking that the dress is quite simple, but it looks beautifully made and expensive. It hugs every inch of a figure, and I love how the volume in the puff shoulders um, and, you know, the tightness around her heavily padded um, hips just create this beautiful hourglass, and she just looks so tiny in the middle. And then there's this flare into this very Morticia-esque kind of like um, slightly fishtaily train at the bottom. Um, she gives me 90s Chanel, Karl Lagerfeld vibes. You know, the, those looks that had the, they were like a little black dress, but with loads and loads of expensive gold chains on them, just like 90s runway opulence kind of thing but also reminds me a little bit just the color scheme 2021 uh i can never say this shira pelly i want to say shira pelly it's one of those things i read it and i don't hear it say loud <laughs> yeah just say talk just say talk um but they theirs is a very kind of like black and gold color scheme again very expensive and opulent so i wonder if it's like well actually was that season was it out when i don't know but uh, maybe a little nod to that as well but she looks beautiful she looks expensive she looks like somebody's like you say gorgeous mob wife she looks deliciously dangerous but very high fashion mm. her makeup is exquisite that weave is just delicious her waist is just cinched with, and it's accentuated with that jewellery. I just, you're, the whole silhouette is a dance. Yeah. From the poof to the breasts to the cinched waist to the slightly out ass back inside to the knees and then the la poof at the bottom. This Fabulous. This is a great look. This is a great look. All three look stunning. Um, would you care to pick a fave or should we just leave it there? Um, my fave is either Crystal or Kitties. I, I, I'm going to go with Crystal just okay. because she just, what she's done here just really, really appeals. Okay. I'm a sheep. So aesthetic. I too would say Crystal. The but thing is, Crystal all three got, look beautiful. Oh, absolutely. Crystal for me was amazing in the performance. Crystal for me looks stunning in the runway. The only thing that's stopping her from being crowned in my opinion is that she's got only two badges and we've got someone on stage with four and it just feels like going into the finale it was Ella's already she already won and it's, I always feel yeah. like the finale is just the final episode but whoever has the most badges going in there is going to be the winner like didn't happen she, last season didn't happen to Bimini Bimini no, had the most badges no but like there was there was different because Bimini they had that whole Bimini came in last minute after the after the whole last minute came from nowhere she came after from nowhere. lockdown she Nobody came saw back her <coughs> so she, they came back after it was, it was it was complicated because i think everyone was like what would happen yes Tom, you're not why are you being a parrot why are you just repeating <laughs> just really everything you're saying for your choice of language so com like bimini's trajectory was so complicated no she won nothing in the first half and she won she won nearly all the challenges in the second the half the thing is would she have done that still had lockdown not made her go cuz she came back a different person i th yeah she went home and meditated so that's why it was she? complicated tom complicated that's why she used her time wisely that's why um, I, I would agree that Crystal has killed this episode almost to the point you can almost justify giving her another badge, you know? Mm -hmm. I do see the finale like that sometimes. They don't give a badge, but sometimes a girl deserves it. 
Um, so, it, you know, it's in the lap of the gods now. Who, who, yes, a money would, smart money would be on Ella. Um, Kitty is a fabulous queen. We just don't feel like the show was kind of like put the kitty win ingredients in the pot, if you get me. Crystal, it still feels like she could because Rue loves her. Um, and she's had such a fab episode. Who cares if Rue likes her? She won the, for me, she's won the episode. That, that's what I mean. Like, she's had a fab episode as well. But she's got the worst track record. She's also the only one who's lip synced out of these three. Mm. Which is why I feel like it was always Ella's going into this. Yeah. But again, just going back to it, um, Shakalay, another one for in the four wind. It's very much win. like when Gigi Good was up against Jada Isn't Hall. I feel like Gigi won. I think Gigi won the finale episode. Yeah. Who had the most wins at this point? Gigi. Gigi. Gigi had four oh. wins. She's in the four win club. Well, she should have. I, I really feel that Gigi should have won her the season is, then. The other thing that we've got to take into account is that the show takes into account the sway of public opinion. Gigi had a couple of missteps in the lead up to the finale. Um, it was revealed that she'd, um, you know, slightly not abided by the rules in terms of strictly the filming of the at home video thing. And she made the mistake of collaborating with somebody. Was it, wasn't it, James, um, not James Charles, Jeffrey Starr? Didn't she collaborate with him? And like, people are just like, oh, like, he, you shouldn't really be doing that, Gigi. And then, like, the, the weight of public opinion just kind of like fell away from her. Well, also, also there was a push online mm-hmm. from Well Presents to, um, that's right, um, to really showcase Gigi as the favorite. But when she wasn't being shown as the favorite, they took that poll down straight away. So everyone was like, Why are you taking it down? Because everyone wants Jada to win. And then that came out, everyone's like, Oh, it was geared for Gigi to win. So that kind of worked against her. Anyway, back to these fabulous queens. Yeah, for me, Crystal won the episode, but Ella has won Drag Race season three deservedly for the hard work she's put in from day one till now. I think we're on the same page here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's have a look. Okay. So in normal finale fashion, we're going to be watching the final lip sync. You will be. She's asked all three of these queens to perform the final song. Mm -hmm. And then they'll see who they crown. So let's have a look. Let's have a look. So thank you, Parrot. <laughs> it is. Why would you use the song as a finale? You don't own me. Um, it is a. I guess they can give an emotional rendition, but it's a bit down tempo. Now Kitty's chucked off her overskirt in the first few seconds, so we've had a reveal. Um, I think Crystal's giving a surprisingly emotional rendition. I've not seen her do something like this before. And I guess Kitty and Ella are um, acting it as we'd anticipate. Oh. <laughs> Kitty's going for a more comedic route than the others. Someone show... I would be on the ground mm. showing my length. Showing my vulnerability. Giving levels. Giving levels. Maybe I, they're saving well, it. So there we go. Kitty's no, dropped down. No, Kitty. That's not a move you do to the song. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Achilles just done like a, what do you call that? Spread eagle on the floor. Yes, a fall down. Um, For me, to be successful in this lip sync, you need to show the most emotion. Who do you think has been most successful at that? Crystal. She is actually, Crystal's isn't she? Crystal's the one that's given... For, for someone who's got fillers and Botox, she's showing the most face. She Well, she's acting with every bit of her body as well. I think Kitty, unfortunately, is being a bit too comedic for what the song calls for. I know it's her natural go-to. It's her comfort. You do what you're comfortable with. Yeah. Especially when you're in a stressful situation. Um, you go to your go-tos. Ella's not been quite as expressive as I would have expected her to be. Um... But there we go. That was it. First of all, let me just say this. What a terrible song to do a finale performance. I don't I think so. they did them dirty with that actually. Considering before we've had like Wake Me Up Before You Go Well no, is it? I I'm your man, wasn't it? That was a really, really good one in season one. Was it in season two? That was season one. That's, yeah. that's where Vivian won. Yeah, yeah, baby I'm your man, but what was season two? I don't remember. Uh, probably something better than. Uh, I mean, it's a great song, just not a great lip sync song. No, well, yeah, it's it's a finale lip sync song. Anyway, um, I really felt that that was for Ella. Yes, old school glamourish type, where you would have done it, and like she's she's the oldest, but also like that's kind <laughs> of. It's I in think her the song was made for Ella. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Crystal was the one for me who was singing the damn song and showing the emotion and being a bit extra i agree with you i just oh ella just didn't let go I'm she sorry. did i agree with you she i totally didn't do let yeah. go mm-hmm. and it was oh it was it wasn't enough i mean again i'll say this again crystal has won the episode crystal won for me, the episode, she's also won this lip sync. But is it enough for her to take the win from someone who's got four wins and was also really good at the Maxi State, at the Maxi Challenge? The, the, like, her fair. vocals were amazing. She fair. sung the house down. She was hitting some really high notes. People, she was hitting notes. To be fair, they were all fabulous today. Um, in the, in the challenge, it was a matter of just like personal preference and slight, you know, slight edges. Um, I think we just got to find out who we announced. The beautiful thing, if Kitty had taken the emotional route, it would have been something that no one would have seen coming. Yeah, I think it would have been more effective. But you're then right. She tried to camp it up, which obviously you would do if that's your go-to. And it just the song doesn't call for it. No, it it was it was a little jarring against the background yeah, of the song. Yeah, it was just like, uh. Um, and I agree with you. Like Ella didn't quite push hard enough. No, and, she didn't. Um, no. But Crystal, Crystal did a fab job. Yeah. Um, let's see. Could we be in for a surprise? Could Ella be pipped at the post at the last minute? Do you think? I mean, let's just let's just see. Congratulations to these three. Amazing queens who made it through that, who made it right to the end. Such lovely queens. Through an amazing race. Queens. Through all the production shenanigans. Oh, God, yeah, you've survived, girls. Well done. The time has come to crown our queen. The UK's next drag race superstar is. <sighs> Thank you. 
Crystal Versace. Oh my god! Oh, Crystal got it. Congratulations, Crystal. How amazing. Oh my gosh. Congratulations, Crystal. Oh my god, what congratulations! What a, what a fabulously talented young queen. Like Crystal won. I was not like A, she won the episode, she won the lip sync, she had the best costume. Was that was that do we award a badge each <laughs> so that she's like to to Justify. Congratulations. Amazing. Like, fabulous job. Fabulous job, Kitty and Ella as well. What amazing queens. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sorry, Ella, that you've again been affected by the four winners curse. This is what happens if you win too much, apparently. But um, three amazing drag queens. Wow. Another amazing winner. Congratulations, Crystal. Um. I'm sure all of our listeners, whatever they think of the outcome, are going to be sending only love and positivity the Queen's way. You know what? You know what, everyone? Just just hold your breath for maybe not even a week because there'll be another <laughs> drag race out for you to get your emotions worked up all over again <laughs> for. So, so there's that to look forward to. Let's just assess what we've just seen. Mm-hmm. Okay. We had Ella, who going in had four wins. We had Crystal, who had two wins and a bottom placement. Now, this episode we kinda, we kinda, really showed off Crystal. It did. It showcased her beautifully. Kitty, she was kind of counted out, wasn't she, from the beginning? Because we just couldn't find a reason for her to be the winner. She neither had the best track record, nor like the best storyline, nor... You know, she just didn't have the right ingredients to to be given the win. Crystal uh, just had a fantastic episode. And I truly believe she had more moments than any of the other girls of Rue saying kind of like, you're special, I love you. There was this light shining upon her. She got the plastic tiara. She did. Yeah, she might as well just got a message from her mum. Verbal hug. Verbal hug. In the times of COVID, we don't do real hugs. Yes, the verbal hug. Um... First of all, congratulations, Crystal. Wow. And it is what it is. Yeah, let's just celebrate our new winner, guys. I was expecting Ella, I'll be very honest, because Ella had four I had a feeling in my gut. I had a feeling in my waters that it wouldn't be. based on this episode, I did give the win for the episode to Crystal. I'm not mad she won. Nor am I. Like, I love... uh, The three of them are fantastic, so, like great you know 19 we've crowned years a winner. old what were, what were you doing at 19 i'd just gone to university and i was homesick <laughs> <laughs> at 19 years old what was i no actually well doing? i've been in university for a year when i was 18 to university probably got all of the homesickness by then my second year at uni yeah i'd have been in second year as well i was Oh, God, Lord knows what I was doing with my time. I wasn't studying enough, and I was probably drinking too much, so nothing's changed. I mean, <laughs> congratulations. Con- yeah. A million times congratulations. Everyone, thank you so much for joining us for UK Season 3. We hope that you enjoyed it. And yeah. look, stick around. We've got Canada coming up. And then they're announcing Season 14 America. Soon. Very soon. We're not 100% decided what we're doing with Italia yet, have we? No, not yet. 
No, you're def- time, now's not the time. No. You work 12 hours straight. You're still oh, working. God. You're actually quite grumpy at the moment. I got it. I know. Um, you've taken it out on Michelle Visage. Well, she deserves it. Well, you should it, have so. taken it out on Ella because she came for me last week. <laughs> Um, well, that's probably why you didn't win Ella because you came for me. So how do you feel about that? I'm just joking. Just joking. I really hope she's not listening because I really feel like she does listen to the podcast. I don't Ella, think she does anymore. Ella, you know anymore. I love you. And um, only great things are going to happen to these queens. Absolutely. What a fabulous and talented bunch. Everyone, join us again. This is Bolo. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys very soon. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. <laughs>